Welcome to The Foreign Object. I am your host, The New Age Rudo. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at New Age Rudo. I am here, as always, with my co-host, at WalkWithGeo on Twitter. And I'm ready to talk some wrestling. My neck beard is fully grown. Uh, my shirt is two, ti- two sizes too small. Oh, um, my God. I'm a wrestling fan. I, wow. We got a lot to talk about, so... Yeah, fresh off of... TLC, fresh off of the new, 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 new era announcement. Yes. Uh, we'll start with TLC. On a scale from good, bad, terrible, great. What would you rate this? Um, and okay. Okay is also a yeah, option. I, I thought it was okay. I thought it was an okay pay-per-view. I wasn't mad at it. I wasn't... Um, I guess I didn't walk away wanting to talk about it like for five hours you know um it was all right surprisingly so we put a poll out on the at foreign object wp on twitter follow that right now we put a poll out kind of asking what people thought and the people who responded to us majority of them thought it was pretty good i i thought it was good yeah um i enjoyed it i didn't i mean i didn't hate it again like i said i wouldn't say i was fully invested throughout the whole pay-per-view yeah yeah exactly but it was good i would say it was good i think the only match that i really 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 didn't care for was uh randy orton versus Rey mysterio uh what else was on there that i didn't care for the um pre-show match that we didn't watch elias versus bobby lashley um other than that i think it was pretty good um, hmm. can't. I think Raw and SmackDown are so fresh in my mind right now that yeah. I can't even really point out um, the decent matches compared to the great matches on TLC. Um, honestly, I don't know. I didn't really enjoy. I'll probably get some heat for this. I didn't enjoy any of the matches besides the women matches. Yeah, even uh, Ronda's. Even Ronda's was like. I enjoyed it. Yeah, Ronda's was good because you saw some moves being pulled out of the book that she used for the first time, like climbing up Nia Jax. Now, that's yeah. not going to work with every superstar. No, no, no. Because I don't think anyone has the frame nor strength to be crawled up. For you know? sure. No, no, no. Um, it's interesting. It's really interesting that... You know, we've kind of said that Ronda's not the best in the ring. And then there's a lot of people who would say that about Nia. But it's interesting how well they work together. Like, they have good matches against each other. Yeah, it's just the chemistry, I feel like. The chemistry's... Yeah, and that's really... It it goes back to the idea of wrestling being the small guy versus the big guy. You need that underdog story. And that's what they do with Nia Jax and... And they do it right. Yeah, they do it right with Nia Jax and Ronda Rousey. Um, And I think just the strength of Nia Jax, I don't think, not to bury anyone on the women's division, but to have someone that comes from a actual uh, combat sport where you actually have to punch people, you're a pretty strong person, right? Yeah. Um. And I feel like that's a different amount of strength that you have compared to someone that's doing choreographed uh, combat sports. Sure. Where you're not actually trying to hurt the person. You only have a certain amount of strength to be able to, you know, carry the other person. Sure. But I think Nia has the, um, I'd say uh, the same amount of strength that Ronda Rousey has in that sense of, I think ronda rousey i mean uh nia Jax might be able to actually hurt someone um and i can't say the same thing about everybody else on the women's roster yeah i definitely um i agree with that and i think that's a good kind of thing to note when people say well oh she's dangerous in the ring she has a strength behind her where i mean we can clearly know she's not using all of her strength yeah but still to a point, if you if you want her to make what she's doing look realistic, you know, and 
you know, avoid every single possibility of accidentally hurting someone. Yeah. You know, you can't fit, you can't fit in the medium with there. Yeah. You know, I think it's, it's kind of like Brock Lesnar. Um, yeah. He, even though he came from an amateur wrestling background, um, he still, when you look at him before, uh, he made the move to, um, UFC and all that. Even in that time, you could look at him and be like, this guy has a certain amount of strength that not many other people have on the roster. Yeah, for sure. I mean, his um, amateur wrestling really did rely on his strength more than anything. Yeah. Uh, If you go back and watch him, you know, I don't know much about, you know, amateur style, freestyle wrestling. Um, But you can tell that compared to a lot of other guys, he's not all technique. Yeah. He puts a lot of, you know a lot of his success there was his strength yeah and he's always had that um and when you have that much strength obviously they they're going to want you to showcase it and it's hard i think um i don't know to be careful with that i guess yeah there are times i guess you could overestimate your strength um or underestimate i mean yeah um but yeah Nia Jax is crazy in the ring. I mean, yeah. Um, for one instance, when she lifted up Ronda from the from the armbar into the powerbomb, it was like nothing. Yeah, I don't see anybody else on the roster being able to do that. No. I mean, she's not on the roster, but Beth Phoenix maybe. Could, in her prime, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I can't think of anybody else. Yeah, because, I mean, Beth in her prime she did showcase that kind of strength i mean even but at the at, same time the women she was facing were like they're all really small yeah really uh, but, thin but even at uh when was it when she picked up naya she tried to pick up naya Royal rumble. she yeah. basically had it yeah to, Royal, up till the, the Royal rumble she basically lifted up naya jackson she held her there yeah um uh, and for people on the roster currently, I mean, the only one other Tamina, we've seen Tamina do it. Yeah. Other than that, I think the only other person that would be able to do that would probably be Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but yeah, I thought that match was um, that was pretty good, pretty fun. Yeah. Um, um, we did see a lot of new stuff from Ronda, and it made sense for it to be with Nia because. I mean, like you said, you can't climb up someone. Yeah. Anyone else on the roster? I don't think we've seen anybody uh, do that in. Uh, no, I don't think so in either. Wrestling. I don't think so either. That's super fresh, super new. I was really surprised at it, and it was almost like, wait a second, what just happened? Like, did she just climb up her as like use that as her? Advantage? Yeah. That it's almost like a uh something out of a movie where. Yeah. Like something that should be in slow mo. In a movie, like yeah. in a Captain America movie. Like this villain that's essentially, you could take someone, well, the Hulk isn't a villain. Right. Let's say but... he wanted to go bad for a second. Sure. And Captain America just climbs up him to punch him in the face. Yeah. That's basically what we saw. Um, another thing, the cross body from the top to the outside. I don't think Oh. anyone else on the roster would have caught ronda like naya did no perfectly um, um that's one thing that i've always said about the wwe is um yeah superstars aren't as down to like catch their their no, opponent you know no, they are and i don't know if that's like maybe it's lack of it's lack I of i don't know the I was style say, yeah but at the same time it, a lot of the guys are like indie guys so they do a lot of that in the well, indies. And no, they just, if you if you know. look at the current more uh like the newer guys that are coming in, they're much better at it than yeah. in the past. Sure. A like, lot of people Randy Orton's not catching you. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Definitely not. Um yeah. Naya and did I, it perfectly. Uh she looked like she jumped to the outside with no hesitation either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't I mean, expect it from um, Ronda Rousey to just. She did kind of like t- she was kind of talking under her breath, which I would see as hyping herself up. But she didn't. She didn't take too long. Like she stood up. Yeah. Took maybe a second, and that's it. She went off. 
um, which yeah. is pretty good. Um, An example of people not catching um, other people, especially in the women's division, is every time um, Charlotte does the moonsault. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the time she lands on her feet because she knows they're not going to catch. Right. She lands aren't. on her feet and then takes the bump. Um, Yeah. Which is a great observation on her part. Yeah, yeah, um, to know that, you know, not a lot of these girls are down to try to catch yeah. me. Yeah, and I'm she's very it. tall, so it's yeah. also a size thing as well. Like, yeah. She's pretty tall for someone that's not as tall as her to catch her. Yeah, well, yeah because, it, I mean, if you put her with Asuka, <laughs> Asuka can try all she wants. She's not catching <laughs> yeah. Charlotte in the air. Like, this is just not yeah. happening. She's way too tall in comparison. Um, but yeah, the women's matches were great. Another one of the women's matches, the table match. Yeah. Um, uh, which like, I think it started from the very start to the end. Like it was, it was yeah, super pretty high great pace. It, yeah. Yeah. Super fast paced. Great energy. Um, and I called it that every single member of the riot squad would go through a table. Yeah, you did. And, and man, let's talk about Liv Morgan. Going through oh, that yeah. table. She. If you want to talk about no hesitation. Talk about a fall down woman. Talk about a fall down woman. Man, she took that table spot like a champ. Like yeah. she'd done it a million times. Like that was Mick Foley she level is, table spot. She is um May Young. <laughs> She's class. the May Young class. <laughs> May Young class of the table bump. Yeah, man. She did not look she back. Didn't look she back. just went through it. Tucked the chin and said, let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Um, Super good. Yeah, that was a great uh, moment, I think. Yeah, super good. Um, the right squad all together is really good. Um, and yeah, and you could tell that they, ha- they have a certain chemistry. Like, they're yeah. definitely good friends backstage. Because as soon as she took, as soon as Liv took that bump, uh, Ruby Riot like, rushed yeah, both to the outside. Did. Yeah, both um, so I think it was just more, yeah, I think it, it meant more, because Sarah Logan was already outside, so sure, yeah. she was accessible to check on her. Mm-hmm. Ruby Riot left the ring to go check right, on yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think that's very important um, for that team. Yeah. Because, I mean, the work they're going to do is going to be great with that kind of chemistry. The match was really good. It was. Um, I think, um, I'm glad that... Uh, Natalia got the win because she yeah. deserves it. Yeah, She's... that was definitely a win that she needed, I think, overall. She hasn't gotten many big wins and storylines that matter, I want to say. Not that, you know, I don't know. Um, And then just the involvement of, you know, the Jim Neidhart table was yeah. very important. Yeah, and then she also put on the jacket, put on the jacket. Um, towards the end of the match, Yeah, which... I felt was not that much of an advantage. It actually was, it a, was disadvantage. a disadvantage for sure. There's more going on. I mean, you got yeah. all the little frills. You got the on little it tassels are, on it, and kind of getting um, kind of bulky to wear over your ring gear. Um, yeah, for sure. But the <clears throat> significance of it, yeah, was um, great. And the, I think that ending. Was I don't know. I hope that people who were complaining about the Nightheart table after that match kind of understands why they did it. Yeah. Um. Because that win feels like so much more because that was involved. Mm-hmm. Um. And and that gave her the chance to bring out the Ruby Riot table. Yeah, the Ruby Riot table, which was used. As the finish, and yeah. I'm sure Natalia is probably one of those people to keep that table and probably have it open. Yeah, um, um, Renee uh, mentioned that. On oh Monday. yeah, 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 she did. That's true. <laughs> she was like, "I hope she's hanging that up in her house somewhere." Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, pretty sure that's the thing. Probably. Um. So yeah, great match. What did you think about Seth and Dean Ambrose? Um. We, uh, those, the crowd. Yeah, the crowd definitely was very bored. Was very bored. They chanted, this is boring. And I hear that Vince McMahon was very upset about that. Okay. Um, but I agree with the crowd. It was a very boring match. For, 
for a story that feels so personal and feels like it should, like the match should mean something. Yeah. It was a boring match. Um, and then near the end, it just became false finish, false finish, false finish. There's no in between. Well, that's what made it very boring. Sure. I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. it, I think the match just dragged. I think this yeah. is one of those matches. This is one of those examples where I go back to Carrie Sane and um, Shayna Baszler's match at NXT, the last takeover. Sure. Where people were complaining about it being so fast and so short. Right. That is an example of why, why it's good to have those kind of matches. If they would have gone that route with this Seth Dean match, so fast and so short, but it would have meant a lot more that you take a lot of that fat and boringness out of it and just put, put on a great match. We know they're both capable capable of putting on an, a great match. Okay, yeah. They've done it with other people. And I think they have a certain chemistry that you know they've been tag partners and they know each other very well. But they also have this little thing going on of like Seth didn't check up on Dean while um, he was out and all this stuff and holding back Dean Ambrose. All that stuff should fire up that match even more. Yeah. I think they made two mistakes with this one. What you're saying, it was way too long, way too drawn out and two, it should have had a stipulation behind it. Yeah, I, it should I agree have been with that. A, honestly, I think it should have been a TLC match. Yeah, could um, have been. I don't know why they didn't do that, or, or why even they just wouldn't. a ladder match. Yeah, sure. Yeah, because that there, takes yeah, out the there, false yeah. finish. There had to factor. be some sort of third element involved in it. Yeah, and but um, I also see why. I think they didn't want to jump the gun with, um, giving it everything in the beginning. Sure. They didn't want to, you know, usually we wait for the stipulation match at the end of a feud. Sure. And I think they didn't want to do that at the beginning and ruin the chance of the whole story getting boring. Okay. So. I don't know, though. I don't, I don't know. I think they really dropped the ball with this match. Um, and I agree with that crowd. It was very boring. Um. And a lot of people are like, well, you know, of course, you know, how, why would WWE put that match after Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles? But that match wasn't very good either. No. Uh, uh, so no. you can't blame the placement of that match on why that crowd thought it was boring. They thought it was boring because it was a boring match. Yeah. No, I don't think the placement of the match mattered. Yeah, I don't know. Um... The mixed match challenge match was more uh, exciting. Yeah, I really enjoyed that match way more than. I'm starting to enjoy mixed match matches. Um, yeah. More. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I mean, especially when you have our truth and Carmella together. Well, yeah, they're and, very entertaining. Yeah. Um. But yeah, other than that, I don't really want to talk about AJ. Uh. Yeah. No. I mean. We already that was it. also a very boring match, yeah. I think, um, for me at least. Yeah, I'm I'm not a huge fan of uh, Daniel Bryan to begin with. So. Wow, fickle. <laughs> I call it what you want, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the main event, the TLC match for the, the first SmackDown ever TLC match. Yeah, first ever women's TLC match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Man, what a match! Um, yeah, man, that match deserved its spot in the main event. Yep. That was truly a main event match. Three of the best women, I think, currently on the roster. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't think you could get, I don't think you can make that match any better. Um, I just, mean, the spear through the, um, barricade. Through the barricade. Um, what else was there? The leg drop to the to the um announce table. Yep, that was amazing. Um, the spot where Oscar throws Becky onto the ladder. Right. Great spot. With Becky saying before move the ladder closer, and Oscar was just like, I don't know what you're saying. I'm yeah. 
Oh, you mean throw you now? Oh, okay. throw you now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, great. That was a great match. Um, I wouldn't have changed anything. Uh, it was really, the kendo stick shots, man. Oh yeah, the, those oh, kendo sticks. God. I mean, yeah, they're brutal with those kendo sticks. Chairs, they were brutal with the chairs. Man. And I yeah. think even like, I think there was, you know, you can't really do false finishes that often in a, you know, ladder match. But I think they did it very well with Charlotte because at one point she climbed the whole match. I think they're kind of climbing it from like weird angles. Ladder. Yeah. And then at one point she climbs it straight facing the hard camera. And I thought right there, okay, that's it. She got the title. Yeah. Um, But it was not the way it ended. And yeah, I thought even the ending was good. I, I know a lot of people were complaining about that. Yeah, a lot of people were complaining about Ronda Rousey getting involved. Um, I think that's the only way to go, really. Yeah. I don't think it hurt Asuka at all. No. A lot no, of people no, 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 no. might say otherwise. I think it does exactly what it needs to do and build even more yeah. for that triple threat of Becky charlotte and ronda rousey match at wrestlemania that's exactly what it did and it gives the smackdown woman's title a open um an open future for the most part um yeah right at the end of that match i had already fantasy booked um (laughs) oscar and naomi going into a feud and they got a match on smackdown well, of um, course, because we are the authority now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how they're doing it. They're just taking our thoughts. I didn't even tweet that. I, <laughs> I was tweet saving it. You didn't that. Talk about it on the podcast. Talk, yeah, you didn't mention it to me. I was saving it to talk about it this so episode. that I could have predicted something that <laughs> was actually going to happen. But they did it before I even got to mention it. So yeah. Um, but before we get into SmackDown and Raw, um, Oscar. January, she wins the Royal Rumble match to um, have a match for the title at WrestleMania. Yes. Um, people were pretty disappointed that she not only didn't win the title at WrestleMania, but she had her first loss. Yeah. Um, she now finishes the year in December as the SmackDown Women's Champion. I think she's like the sixth, fifth or sixth champion, SmackDown Women's Champion, which is good. You wouldn't like, yeah. you know, you wouldn't think that there's barely been five or six women who have held that title. Um, I th- that's perfect, and I think perfect. A yeah. lot of people complained about the losing or the streak ending, um, but I think it it made this story a lot better. I feel like it feels like the payoff felt a lot better um, than just because it was a very short time that Oscar had been on SmackDown to winning the Royal Rumble mm-hmm. and for her to have won the title that fast. I feel like it, it would have happened and uh, not really matter. Yeah, sure. And now it kind of created this instead of winning a race, she won a marathon. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I could agree a little bit on that because um, it also made her involvement in this, you know, triple threat make sense. Yeah. Because, you know, Charlotte says, oh, I beat you at WrestleMania, I could do it again. And, you know. Yeah. Without that, it kind of would have felt like, you know, they just pushed her in there. And, yeah. Her win would have made, like, less sense. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, so I guess we're on to Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw, yeah. Um, We knew, well, I mean, we kind of missed out. We kind of missed talking about uh, Ron Strowman and... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we kind of had to talk about that. Um, Ron Strowman, fresh off surgery. We don't think he's going to show up. No. But what do you know? He shows up. A TLC match with um, Baron Corbin, and Baron Corbin's management job is on the line. Um, 
we were just wondering how in the hell are they going to do this? This guy's fresh off surgery. He came yeah. out with the damn cast on <laughs> or whatever, the sling, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And we're like, oh, what are the, how are they going to do this? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I don't know how that just went over our head. The fact that it necessarily didn't have to be Braun that does sure, all the yeah. damage. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I, I don't, just when even, you think you know it all, you, you don't. You don't. They throw a curveball at you, and you're yeah. like, "Holy shit, that's true. It is no disqualification." Yeah, and I think this was the perfect way to, um, kind of close that whole story with Baron Corbin being management, all the people that he did um, pick on or bully or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, finally got their revenge and. Um, Got rid of the person that was in charge that was ruining their whole life at the moment. Right. Um, so, I kind of wish they didn't announce that Vince was going to be on Raw. Okay? Okay. And the reason why is because... I, I know why they did it, but the reason why I didn't like that is because you know somehow a new management was going to come in. Some right. new form. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, basically the whole week people were... He's not going to show up to congratulate right, Baron yeah, Corbin. Yeah. People were making their guesses all week who they thought was going to replace Baron Corbin. Yeah, yeah, so... But I understand they had to do it to get people to tune in. Sure. I mean, it worked. I, yeah, it, I tuned in. got us I, to watch Raw live yes, for the first live. time in, you know, who knows how long. Look, man, if we let the WWE tell it, it would have been the first time in 25 years that we watched it live. Because <laughs> they love just... <laughs> Making crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So we watched it live. And we get this announcement of the new, new, new era. The new, 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 new era. Um, the new regime. <laughs> yeah. Then, now, forever. So it's the... They're no longer the authority. It's the golden era, the new generation era, the attitude era, the ruthless aggression era, the PG era, the new era, the new, new era, and the new regime. Yeah, the new regime era. Um, and at first they say they're taking back Raw. From who? Baron Corbin, I guess. Um, so the McMahon family takes back Raw. But then they also say they're giving it the authority to us. Yeah. That they're listening to us and they want to make the product yeah. better. I mean, they go in the ring and they straight out say, we haven't been doing a good job. We yeah. haven't been so creating pretty, a good product. They're self-aware of, um, not only self-aware, but they're also aware that we're aware that they're not doing what they're <laughs> supposed to be doing. They think they, they think they know what we think they're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Um, sure. All around, it made for a great uh, Twitter. Uh, yeah, Twitter uh, was super fun that whole night, really. Um, yeah. Which, I mean, I haven't been... Uh, I think we both only live tweet during pay-per-views. Yeah. So, you know, maybe it's always that. I fun, tweeted but... about four to five times during Raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in the last... Three months, I probably tweeted once. And in yeah. one night, I kind of maxed out. It was amazing. It was fun. Um, so now, every time I watch a wrestling match, I will judge myself if I booked it <laughs> wrong or right. <laughs> yeah, because we are the authority. We are the authority. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I also want Pyro back, guys. So let's yeah, all agree so as, on that. A, as the authority, let's all um, let's bring back Pyro. Yeah. yeah. So they say new faces are coming to the new WWE. Faces. Yeah. Um, all new matches are coming all, to all new, all yeah. never before seen matches. I mean, look, man, as long as we don't have to see Rey Mysterio and Randy Orton in the same <laughs> ring again, or just Randy Orton in a ring ever again, it's a promising era. It truly is a new era. Yeah. Um, rematch clauses are not automatically yeah in effect, um, which I... is a breath of fresh air because. Once you lose that title, brother, that feud is over. Yeah, I don't know um, how I feel about that because as much as they say that, 
I feel like it's, you know, while they might not be rematch clauses per se, I feel like they're still going to do like yeah the same thing. It depends how much we know. want it, I, I think. Well, we, I don't know. We it have depends to see. what we book. I think definitely in the next two weeks, we're not going to see too much of a big change because it is the holidays we have. For sure, yeah. Christmas and um they New did Year's. the tapings for those so you don't want to do something crazy on a taping and have it get spoiled and then nobody cares yeah um, and with a christmas episode ratings are gonna know, be bad. yeah who knows nobody's who's gonna, gonna, gonna really tune, tune in. in um you're opening presents you're eating food you doing all wanna, these fun things you don't want to see bobby lashley bending over yeah no um <laughs> you don't want to see his rudolph the red nose reindeer <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh my so yeah, God. so I know a lot of people are going to complain about next week. Yeah. Then you have the new year's Eve, new year's episode. Um, all same situation. Yeah. I'm um, pretty sure it's going to be taped. So we won't really know how much of a new era or how new this new era is going to be mm-hmm. until, you know, maybe a month from now. Until the new year. Yeah. Until a couple weeks into the new year. Um, what was interesting to me about the wrestling in the wrestling community, uh-huh. the IWC, I don't know if you saw this, but a little bit before Raw, a lot of accounts were retweeting and tweeting. Um, where were they? What town were they in? Sacramento. Sacramento. They're like, Sacramento crowd, we're pleading you. We need to show Vince McMahon we do not like the product. When he comes out, you boo him. You boo him, I say. <laughs> so many people were tweeting that, retweeting that, all of that. Vince McMahon's music hits, and I don't think he's ever gotten a bigger, bigger pop in the last yeah, decade. No. Um, there's not an amount of money you could pay me to boo Vince McMahon. No, no. And I think, uh, you know, as much as people want to say Vince is washed... People, you know, people are still talking good about him. People who will talk shit about him every week. And I'm going to say even me involved yeah, as well. You... People will still, when Vince McMahon is on television, praise this man like he is God himself come down from heaven to save our souls from sin. Talk about it. The hypocrisy is amazing. I love it. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... I Look, know. I just thought I'll tell really you funny. now, Vince is the greatest entertainer in the company. Sure. If you see what he did on SmackDown, which is a surprise, he didn't get announced to be on SmackDown. No, but he showed up. But he place. showed up, and um, I was super surprised. I was cheesing so hard. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe Vince is on SmackDown. He did two segments, um, and they're amazing. He was very entertaining. Um, yeah. He. I don't think he's washed at all. Um, I don't think he's washed. I think it is that... It's comfort more than anything, I feel like. He's definitely comfortable, and um, I think, you know, there's two things involved. One, he's... It's a company for other people, for the entertainment of other people, but at the same time, you want to still tell a story that you want to tell. Yeah. And, I mean, after last week, a lot of people were talking about it. It's hard to write five hours of TV every single week. I don't care who you are, yeah. who you think you are, who, what do you think you can do. It's hard to write five hours of TV every single week straight. Not a single break. Yeah. So, of course, you know, there's going to be things we don't like. But, um, I mean, Vincent, let me tell you, Vincent Mann is no Dixie Carter still, you know, on Vincent Mann's <laughs> worst day, he's still better than Dixie Carter. All right. I will say that. That would have been two weeks ago on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On his bad day, he's still better than I'll say 80% of people in the wrestling business. Yeah. Um, I think, and I don't know how much of this is just them manipulating our mind into thinking Raw and SmackDown were good. Sure. I think Raw and SmackDown were great. SmackDown were, yeah. way better than Raw. For sure, yeah, yeah. But, man. Um, I mean, it happened with the brand split 
for a good two months, people were swearing that, you know, the people who were on Raw side were swearing that Raw was great. And yeah. people on SmackDown were swearing that SmackDown was great, you know? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it stops, you know? People uh-huh. stop backing up whichever brand. But you look at it, and nothing really changed from that time. No. Um. So maybe we just need Vince McMahon to show up on TV every week, and we'll be convinced it's good TV. Maybe. I, I don't know what it is, but it was really good this week. Um, like I said, they they def they might have worked us into thinking. Yeah, they definitely worked us into shit. Everything's fresh. Um, man, what? Now I'm just brain dead because I was so excited <laughs> right now. <laughs> I can't think of what was what I was gonna talk about on Raw. Um. Damn. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Fresh faces. How about we talk about that? Okay. Call-ups. Call-ups. We have Lars Sullivan that Lars they've been Sullivan. talking about. They've been hyping that up for a minute. Um, We have that Southern Army lady. Don't know her name. Uh, Lacey Evans, I believe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, She's getting called up. We got Heavy Machinery. Heavy Machinery. Which they might have said that they're going to SmackDown. Yeah, they might have spoiled it. One of them spoiled it on Twitter. And if they go saying... to SmackDown... I'm just saying that there's no competition with the Raw. Um, or the, uh, Raw's not competing with SmackDown on tag team division. Sure. At all. Absolutely not. Um, EC3, the third, v- the third version of Ethan of Carter. Ethan Carter. <laughs> um, which had a vignette on Tuesday that was just so awkward, dude. It, like, For sure. His... The camera was zoomed in on his butt when he took his pants off to show his trunks. It was just <laughs> weird. Um, who else? Who um, Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross. And uh, is that it? I think that's it. Um, no. Hmm. I think that is it. I don't think so, but... I don't know, but... um. I think they're okay call-ups. They don't leave a void in NXT, which is good. Um, and these are people... Well, no, Triple H isn't going to send up his best. Of course not. Not all. Not in a package like that. Um, but they're also people who I feel like fit in better on the main roster anyways. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no complaints with who they chose to call up we also got some vignettes saying that Sami Zayn and kevin owens are coming yeah yeah which uh is really exciting yeah and i mean they were vignettes i mean how do you how how are you gonna book a guy we are like yeah or build him up we already know yeah we knew who he was and it was like it was exciting like if we never knew these guys were even with the company yeah um um, hmm. Well, what else was fresh? Um, Raw? Dean Ambrose's open challenge. Oh yeah. Ca- answered by Tyler Breeze. If there's an open challenge made, Tyler, Tyler Breeze, Breeze will answer to it. To answer. And it was a really decent match, from what I saw. Yeah, it was I a good match. The whole thing. Um, it was pretty good. I think I saw the whole thing. Um. I mean, and and this is the first time on the main roster Tyler has had his cell phone, his selfie stick, and it's shown on the TV and or on the screen. And yeah, know, that's because ages. we're all like, we're, all we, marks we're the ones that want it, so, so we're we gonna make it, it happen. Yeah, we are the we booked it, You're remember? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We might have booked the finish wrong, <laughs> but it's hard when you know we got three hours of raw to write. Yeah, it's hard when ten million of us are the authority. Yeah, yeah. so um, <laughs> tag team. That's a match I missed. And yeah, and that I was pretty good. Wish that I would have watched the revival getting that number one contenders match. Yeah, pretty good match. Perfect. The revival is in the number one contender scene. Yeah, and then they announced later in a YouTube clip that the McMahons have outlawed Lucha House Party rules. No oh, yeah, yeah. Lucha House Party rules. Yeah. Um, you must be sad about that. You must be the only one. Though. That's terrible. Um. <laughs> The only way to uh, to make me happy again is to just get rid of 205 and 
slowly <laughs> introduce those guys into the main roster, which looks like what might be happening. Yeah, hopefully. Um. So what else? Uh, Natty gets a number one contender yeah, match. That gauntlet match. Gauntlet match. The night. I, I thought that was a really good gauntlet match overall. Oh, yeah. I think it slowed down a little when it was like Mickey James and uh, Ember Moon. Slowed down just a little bit. Um, yeah. Overall, the match was amazing. I was genuinely surprised that Natty got the win. Same. Um. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of gauntlet matches, but this one definitely kept my interest. Um. I think the last two gauntlet matches that they've had on Raw, which is this one and then the one where Seth Rollins, you know, wrestled for like an hour, were both very good. I mean, doesn't he always wrestle for an hour? He did it on TLC and it was very boring. (laughs) (laughs) So the gauntlet match. (laughs) 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 We booked it right. We booked it right. Um. No, um, we booked it just to give up the gimmick of us booking it. Yeah. I called it halfway through the match. I was like, "Look, we're gonna have the teacher versus the student next week on Monday Night Raw." Um, yeah, and I, um, I didn't even think about Natty winning it at all. I mean, I had told you that I felt like Bailey was gonna take it to the end, and then Sasha, you know, yeah, I and sweeps it from. I agree. Room. I can't wait till someone like Sasha, um, Bailey. Dana Brooke. Uh, How about Dana Brooke? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Can't wait till someone like Sasha or Bailey face Ronda Rousey. It's pretty crazy that we're excited to see her face someone that's not even on the same brand as them. Yeah, um, more than you know, people who are on the same brand. So. Yeah, um, that are of the same caliber. I feel yeah. like. Um, but yeah, excited for that match kind of next week. Uh, Smackdown. What a great show. Yeah, it was really good. It was really fun. Um not a I don't think there was a dull moment. Uh no, I don't know. I don't think so. No. Um started off with that little backstage segment where they're kind of announcing to the SmackDown superstars what had happened on Raw. I loved it. I love the fact that when Shane says what happened on Raw like oh, last night on Raw, the all the yeah. superstars just start booing. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, um, um, there are such little details with that. Those good, like that, the New Day all chomping down on steaks while standing right next to Daniel yeah. Bryan, and Daniel Bryan kind of side eyeing them once, and then yeah. Biggie making direct eye contact with him while he yeah takes a big old bite. Pretty good. Um. That's really good, uh, you know, kind of a hype up speech for the SmackDown team. Yeah. They thanked um, Paige. Not that they right? needed it. Not that they needed it. You know, I think more often than not, SmackDown did a better job um, keeping people entertained yeah. than Raw has. Um, Paige is going to have a new position. Yeah, that, that's what she, he said. That's what Shane said. We don't know um, what it is yet, but. Who knows? Page, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows? Um, hopefully, it's not writing movies about her life again. Yeah, no. You know what's really awkward about that movie? That The Rock's in it. That The as Rock himself? is not only in it, but he's on the poster for it. Because look, I man, mean, you got to like, sell a movie it, about it a says, wrestler. You're gonna put the most known yeah. wrestler I mean, on you the could cover. Just put his name really big somewhere, but it says, you know, it could be it could be The Rock's. Fighting with my family, you know, or something. But it says, fighting with my family has all these pasty British people. So they're like, you know that they're family. And then this one huge Samoan man. And it kind of like, if you don't know this story, you're going to walk by then and be like, this is a, this is a comedy about this Samoan man who gets thrown into this pasty British family. Maybe. Who knows? I don't. I don't think it's for the casual human being. This movie is for the wrestling wrestling fans fans either. (laughs) I don't know, man. I give up. (laughs) Um, so Paige will have some type of role. We don't know what it is yet. Um, and then we go. Didn't even notice Becky Lynch was missing. um, Yeah. In that group, but she opens up SmackDown. Um, 
talking about how she's ready well, I'm to... not going to be in that corporate bullshit. Yeah, pretty much. Like any other Irish person. <laughs> Just breaking rules. <laughs> this promo definitely made me feel like... Um, We're in a new era. No, for the first time, I felt what everybody has been saying about her being very Steve Austin-like. Um, yeah. I don't think anything she's done before personally stood out as Stone Cold-like until now. Yeah, uh, she's not going to be part of corporate stuff. She's going to say exactly what she's thinking and what we're thinking, as in uh, Ronda Rousey being a Rowdy Piper cosplay. Yeah, super good. By the um, way. And many other things that I can't think of off the top of my head right now, but really good promo. Charlotte comes out. She does all right. I don't want my head ripped off, but I don't think uh, Charlotte is really all that great on Mike. Hmm. Um, um, she's all right. She's all right. I think she's better as a heel than as a baby face on Mike. I think, I think it's just too, too flair, too much flair, isn't it? Too I don't much? think there's not enough flair. I think it's too much. I don't like it. She's not, you know, extending she, her words. No, 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 no. No, she's she does. She does. She does extend enough. her words. Oh, okay. She does. I don't know. It, I don't, it doesn't but she, set in with me. I don't know. I think she needs to find some new, like, something in her character. It's like if you took Ric Flair and told him not to talk about all his money and cars <laughs> and things like that. Just talk about how good of a wrestler you are. That's what Charlotte is doing. Okay. And I think it doesn't tell me anything about her character other than she is a great wrestler. I need something more. Um, um, what else? Asuka comes out. Asuka she's amazing. She's great. She's got charisma dripping off of her. Yeah. Um, um, but I honestly wish they would have Asuka's, you know, just... Say less? Say less. And But, you know, less is more. And yeah. I think that would be the case with Asuka and her promos. She doesn't have to, you know, give Charlotte and Becky the time of day. All she has to say is, I'm the champ. That's it. I think that's what she kind of did. Just they wrote too much for yeah. her to say. Um, or they did it in kind of a wrong way. Yeah. Or we did it in a wrong way because we're the one that writes the stuff the authority. now. Um, and then the big surprise, uh, Vince comes out. Vinnie Mac. Um, Tells it like it is. The first you guys time... need to stop complaining. You you just lost the match. It was yeah. a TLC match. Anyone could get involved. Yeah. There's no rules. And they did. And it was Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is like the first time in the new era of women's wrestling. Women's Evolution. They, like, they've had a segment with Vince McMahon. And I liked it. Yeah, it was really good. Um, He then says... Are you ready to defend that title? Because uh, Naomi's going to come out. And <laughs> it was amazing. Th that whole interaction was just great. Uh, when the slide happened, when Naomi comes out and slides, yeah. Vince kind of does Gestures this like, ta-da. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> I created all this. Ta-da. Um, I think Vince is just so good at entertaining. Like, he knows... Yeah, yeah, yeah. People little details like him putting his hand out to to like showcase showcase the slide. The slide. Yeah. Like I thought of this sliding idea. Like Look at you even guys. like him saying like he, like you eating know, out of my hands. Like Naomi makes this face, you know, saying that she's ready to fight and he's like, "Let me see that look again." Yeah. Little something little like that shows that Vincent man as much as everybody including myself will say it, he's not washed. No, yeah. It's the smallest details that he brings just makes yeah. it that much better. I don't know what it is, but that whole segment was great. Naomi and Asuka put on a great match. Yeah, super um, good. First time watch. I watched the match twice. I watched it um, last night, and then I watched it with you this morning. Uh -huh. um, first time watching it, I felt like it was really slow. Um and I was like, okay, okay. this match is kind of different from what they've usually done. I feel like they um, showed more of a technical side of what they're capable of. Yeah. More technical wrestling rather than Asuka doing her striking so much and Naomi doing more of the high-flying stuff. Mm -hmm. They brought more of a technical aspect to it. 
which I really liked. And But then watching it this morning again, it didn't feel as slow. It felt like a really steady, good pace. Um, yeah, that's what I um, got out of the match, really. I think it was really well-paced. Um, and you're right, I didn't really even notice that, that it was different from both of their yeah. you know, usual matches. I'm getting good at this even, stuff. Yeah, I didn't really even <laughs> notice it. I think... But I think when you don't notice stuff like that and you can still enjoy it, it's kind of, you know, the best, yeah. you know, that's how you know they're doing it good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was a really good match. I think Naomi is amazing. I think Asuka's amazing. I really want them to stick with that story, I think. Yeah. And, and you know, we'll make a story out of it, really. Yeah, that would be good. Um, because I feel like when Naomi did have the title... They just didn't write her stories uh, that were so meaningful. Yeah. Or memorable. It might have not been the right time, I feel like. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, and I think with Asuka, I think they could put on great matches. I think they could have a good story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm digging it. I'm liking it. Vince McMahon really is a genius. <laughs> yeah. So we, I, No, we booked it. I, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right, right. We're geniuses. I did. You did it. I did. Thank you. Um, after TLC. <laughs> um, after that, we have, was that the Miz segment? The Miz segment backstage with Vince. Which genius. Was genius. It was him. amazing. Oh my gosh. What was that? that? Was a baby so knock? <laughs> Adolescent knock? knock? It was a man knock. A oh, man. A man knock? You thought that was manly? <laughs> I feel like that's truly Vince's character. Um, like he's this more... He has this very intimidating aura around him. I don't know if... But he knows how to use it to where it's not degrading. It's kind of, I'm going to tell you what you just did, and you yourself will fix it. Sure, yeah, yeah, because, um, yeah, I think that is kind of who he is as a person. You know, we don't know Vince McMahon, but yeah. the stories you hear from about him, you know, um, yeah. Because you could have wrote it if those Stephanie men in that situation, her character would have been like, "You call yourself a man, knock you yeah. like that," you know, yeah, a very man, bitchy way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this man's character is just like, "What was that?" A very experienced. Um, let me help you out here. Yeah, but do it in a way that you know I still have the authority. Sure. Um, but really, he gave it to us. Um, yeah. <laughs> On Raw, so. We have yeah, so that was a great segment. It was hilarious. Him asking yeah. for the blessing and he wanting... was like, "Oh, Shane can't come out to play right now." Like yeah. that was yeah. It was, I don't know. That really got a great. laugh out of me. Um, and then he sets up this mixed match, 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 Mi- just a mixed, <laughs> mixed match, tag match, match, mixed, mixed tag match, which I liked. It was, it was also really good. I mean, it wasn't long. Yeah. But it wasn't too short. Um, it was perfect. It was perfect. You know, Goldilocks style. This match is too long. This match is too short. This match just right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, um, Corey Gray's commentary, though, with Mandy Rose is amazing. Yeah. That is. And the way he. I don't know if he did it intentionally, but the whole idea of like him saying. She looked at me, yeah, and then yeah, getting yeah. closer to yeah. Phil, uh, Tom Phillips. Yeah, Tom Phillips. Um, Mike Tom. Yeah, it seemed like an actual thing, like a child would do yeah, when his yeah, crush yeah, yeah. looks at him. You get closer, you're yeah. like, oh, she looked, she looked at me, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was really so good. that was very good, really funny. I don't know if he did that intentionally, um, but it was great. Yeah, um, um, the tag match with the Good Brothers. Uh, well, I was going to say another funny moment was that with R-Truth, kind of a callback to like how he got in this whole mix with Carmella in the first place. Oh, saying, yeah. Saying like, oh, well, it's nice to see you tagging up with Maurice. Yeah, that, that it was wasn't Maurice. Really yeah, that was hilarious. Really good. Um, but yeah, and then the tag match with the Good Brothers. It's yeah. the actual brothers, Usos. Um, it's crazy match. to know that we haven't seen them on television since August. Yeah, um, because you know you haven't seen them in a long time. You but just you don't yeah. put it into perspective. That's three months. That's yeah. That, and Four it's months. crazy that 
a tag team like them is getting put on the shelf for that yeah. long. Um, and it's, it's crazy, man. You, yeah. I think me in that position, I would be like really mad. The fact that I go from the, maybe the top tag team in Japan and then having to be shelved on the biggest, uh, company in yeah. the industry. Yeah. Um, and I mean, who Tom knows Phillips how they look at it, it but yeah, Tom Phillips said it, they're legends in Japan. Yeah. To go from that and then be, being not used at all is, yeah. it has to be a terrible feeling. For sure. Um, I think it was an all right match. Those definitely a few botches here and there sure. in the match. Um, but I would just really like to see them in more matches and more opportunities yeah. with them. And I'd like to see them win some matches. Uh, yeah. I don't know how I felt about that ending with Sanity, you know, getting involved and yeah. causing the DQ and whatnot. But, yeah. but let's see. That also happens. put into perspective that, like the Good Brother said, all we've been seeing is the bar, New Day, Usos. Sure, the bar, yeah. New Day, Usos. Yeah. This whole segment brought in sanity and um the good brothers the good brothers the club whatever you want to call them now they're kind of being put into this yeah, yeah you know so let's see where we go from here um and then we have the amazing main event match man that main event wow um that was um let's start with saying uh yeah um Mustafa Ali. Yeah. Mustafa Ali is now part of the SmackDown roster. Officially. Mm -hmm. So, which goes to say that I think they're going to start bringing in some of the 205 guys and spreading them through SmackDown and through Raw, um, which they should have done a long time ago. But now with this whole reset, it makes sense. But man, what a way to come into the main roster and just... Yeah, I mean, it's interesting... I think it raises questions with what is 205 Live doing wrong? Where he's on SmackDown for only two weeks and... Yeah, I think I mean, it's he's, just... Uh, he's been so good two weeks in a row. I don't think the 205 superstars have the stardom to carry their own show. Sure. I think that's what it is. Okay. When you put a one of these 205 guys... I don't think a lot of people know who Mustafa Ali is, okay? Yeah, I mean, I think if we're being honest, Tom or Corey said it last week was a lot of people's introduction yeah, to Mustafa Ali. Exactly. So, when you put him in a match with potentially the two biggest names in the industry, yeah. AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan, you make him team with one and go against the other. Mm-hmm. Same thing, I think the same thing goes for um, Cien Almas. Yeah. I don't think people really know what he's capable of, but you put him in the ring with two of the biggest names, t- team up with one and go against the other. That puts them in a spotlight that them probably being in a certain spot wouldn't have done for them. Sure. So I think that was a perfect way to give them a, sh- um, a spotlight. And then we have Mustafa Ali pin the... WWE champion. Yeah, yeah, that was um really surprising to me. Really good. Um, but man, that that uh, what is it? A reverse four fifty. Yeah. The way his knee connected with yeah, Daniel that's Bryan's very Shinsuke jaw. Nakamura knee to face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh my god. If Daniel Bryan was taller, that wouldn't have happened. Well, yeah, but it is a new era, and in the new era, not a single person in the main event will be over six feet. Let me tell yeah. you, yeah, not um, a single one. Yeah, that it is a new era when um your main event consists of a WWE champion that could be a cruiserweight and yeah. gets pinned by another cruiserweight. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is not, I mean, four guys that could really be cruiserweights. Yeah, this is not shades of, uh, Vince McMahon in back in the day. Yeah, no, Um, this is not, I mean, 
we joke about it all the time that EC3 is like, oh it, my yeah, god, that's EC3 the is, perfect is Vince McMahon Vince guy. McMahon's guy. I mean, I said this last week we were watching NXT. You put shorts on EC3, and that's John Cena. And yeah. of course, Vince is gonna <laughs> love that, so he's gonna yeah. pull that up. Um, but in reality, I think Vince has changed. Um, yeah, for the better because what in 1990, 19, you know, from the 90s thinking that he's going to put four guys in the main event that are like, you know, they don't all have the best physique. They're not, you know, all um, yeah. six, five, six, six, you know? Yeah. That's unbelievable. You know, to think that Vince McMahon would do that. Yeah. Um, and now in 2018, when it happens, I don't think a lot of people stop to think that he's kind of seeing things differently with, you know, yeah. superstars. Um, yeah, so it's going to be really interesting to see where we go from here cuz I don't know, man. That I think that main event said a lot more about the direction we're headed in. Yeah. Um uh do you think SmackDown this week as a whole was the first step towards what we were kind of talking about Fox wanting SmackDown to be a more sports-oriented show? Yes. Um, definitely the segments where it was just promos and talking uh-huh. very short. Yeah. Um, and man, it was just, there was more action than not action. Yeah. Um, even the segment where Samoa Joe and Jeff Hardy come out, not as much talking, you know, they said yeah, what had to, to be said point. straight yeah. to the point and, uh, Samoa Joe goes to attack Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy kind of reverses all that and attacks Samoa Joe. And that's how it was left. Um, which is another feud that I think is going to be really good because they have history, TNA. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah. I think that is the direction they will be continuing to go with SmackDown. Because um, that's what Fox wants to do. Or that's the reports. Yeah. So yeah, um, definitely have to see where we go from here. Um, next week, I do think it's not going to be as good because of those holiday episodes. Um, we just have to wait until um, January to yeah. really see where we're headed. Yeah. Um, and that also, just to put into perspective, um, because those episodes are taped, I think that gives time for the writers' minds to reset. Yeah, hopefully. Um, you know, hopefully they don't wait until last minute. And I think it's, um, I think it's really interesting. This whole reset is happening a couple weeks after you know the story comes out that Vince completely rewrote an episode of Raw. It, There's something going on, I think, backstage with creative. Then you know, if Vince yeah. McMahon has to rewrite a whole episode of Raw, and then just so happens two weeks, three weeks later, they have a you know they come out and announce hitting the reset. Yeah, um, yeah, man, who knows? It definitely has to be an interesting time backstage right now. Yeah. Um. Uh, this is one of those times where I wish uh, Dave Meltzer would tell us more. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm like yeah. really reading Dave Meltzer's stuff or anything, sure. but I think there's definitely times that reports are spread more and like you see them online more yeah. and more because everybody's talking about them. In the recent time, I don't know if it's just because I'm not too into reading stuff online or yeah. not, but not much is coming out. And being yeah, sad. no, not really. I mean, no, because what was it? Two years ago, they were already talking about the next year's WrestleMania. Yeah. Reports, and now, you know. Maybe they, what's going on is that they're just cracking out, cracking down on people that they want around backstage. Maybe, and yeah. who they don't want around. They're probably cleaning up the whole thing. Yeah. They're redesigning, rebuilding, and. Reclaiming. Reclaiming the show. Shout out to Seth Rollins. Yeah. Uh, 2016. Yeah. Let's just hope nobody <laughs> burns it down. <laughs> um. But yeah, a uh, great episode, I think, of this foreign object. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, definitely tune in next week for our um, foreign object awards, <laughs> <laughs> where we will be giving 
our individual takes on what we think was the best of the year yeah. of 2018. Um, once again, thank you guys for listening. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at New Age Rudo. You can follow here my co-host at Walk With Geo on Twitter. And our Twitter for the podcast is um, at Object WP on Twitter. Yeah, I don't know why I can't remember that. I don't. It's simple. It's really simple. Foreign Object WP. Yeah. On Twitter. On Twitter. So there you have it. Um. Yeah. Um. I just really want Bray Wyatt to come back. To be honest, what do you think? Um. After his tweets last Monday, I'm not sure what's going on with him. So I don't know. Okay. 